What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back inside the UCL Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. Team reporter and host Sydney Jones here. And coming up on today's episode, we'll hear from quarterback Russell Wilson, head coach Nathaniel Hackett, and safety Justin Simmons as they spoke to the media today. Plus, I'll have the latest injury report, and Phil Milani joins the show. All that on tonight's episode. The team was back at practice today as they look to turn the page to week 11 to face the Las Vegas Raiders at home this Sunday. Head coach Nathaniel Hackett spoke to the media today and detailed what he hopes his team can improve on this week. You know, right now, we want to be sure that we look at the guys that we have that are out there. You know, there's going to be a lot of uh, different faces, potentially. So we want to be sure we take advantage of the things that they do. And at the same time, continually build this thing around Russell. Russell Wilson also talked about where he thinks his offense can improve and where he feels this team can really hone in on for the rest of the season. Well, I think that, um, you know, first of all, you know, I got to play better. It starts with me. And I got to find ways to make some more plays out there for us, Um, more touchdowns, um, you know, and – and it's something that you, you continue to work for every day. You know, you focus on the little things, the fundamentals, the little things of the game. And, you know, I've been, been down before. doesn't mean that uh, we can't come out on the other end of it all. And what it takes is it takes a lot of work ethic and it takes a lot of, um, you know, appreciation for continuing to give everything you have every day. And that's not going to change no matter, um, you know, no matter what our record was. You know, and I think, and, uh, and I think that we've got a lot of football left, a lot of football left, a lot of football left, you know, and uh, we've we got we to play uh, at the highest level. Um, and we got to play at the highest level just, uh, you know, each day in practice. And what that does, that translates to the game. And um, we got a great rivalry game, obviously, um, in AFC West matchup uh, against the Raiders. There's a lot of history there. Um, and so we got to make sure that we, we uh, step up to the plate and play our best football. Coach Hackett went on to discuss what he hopes to see Russell Wilson specifically improve upon over the next eight weeks. Just continually owning the system. Uh, owning the system, the, uh, you know, we, we want to build this thing around him. We want him to feel that, and we want to put him in positions that he can make plays, and he's comfortable making plays. Uh, just not thinking, going out there and having fun and playing ball. And looking at this defense, we heard from safety Justin Simmons a little bit earlier today, and despite this defense already playing at a high level, he said they're always looking to get better, and it starts with the little details. Uh, we could be, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say a lot better, but you can be better. Uh, you know, I, we just used the last game as an example. Um, you know, did we accomplish the number one goal, you know, stop the run? Yeah. But, um, you know, we gave up way too much in the, in, you know, in the passing game. And that, obviously that's a result of trying to stop the run, right? But, you know, the flea flicker, touchdown, um, you know, is that one deep crosser I think hit for like 42 yards, um, you know, put them in position to kick that field goal. Um, and uh, the touchdown there, you know, that two-minute drive, like, we got to be better. You know, you go into halftime 10-0, you never know what type of ball game that is, at, you know, after that. And um, our offense has the ball coming out um, the second half. So those are the things, right? Like, you talk about the offensive stuff and um, all that, but, like, those things on defense we can control. And at the end of the day, it's not like we're, uh, you know, losing games like 3-0. You know, um, you know, we're getting scored on and regardless of what those stats look like defensively, um, you know, first place in this, this, this and that there's still room for improvement. And that's got to be our mindset. And there's been a lot of talk about accountability the past few weeks, specifically from Coach Hackett. But Russell Wilson said today that it starts with him. You never want to turn the ball over. You know, uh, you want to score more touchdowns. You know, you want to find ways to get more first downs, diving for him, running for him, throwing for him. Doesn't matter. I don't really care how we do it. We just got to do it, you know, and um, we got to be about um, we got to be about those details in, in every way. Um, 
you know, and I think the great thing today, you know, um, you know, in the midst of everything, you know, we've obviously had a lot of guys coming in and out. You know, it's been kind of a, a, a kind of a wild ride with that. Um, but to see guys like Virgil step up, to see guys um, like Brandon Johnson uh, step up and Mont- Montreal today in practice, and these young guys, um, they're getting that that chance and that experience too. So, um, as much as there's, there's been tough stuff. Uh, there's some good stuff on the other end of it, too, and guys learning and getting the opportunity. And uh, I, I really believe that's going to pay dividends late in the, in the year as long as we get these wins along the way. And that's going to really help us because at the end of the day, um, if we can you know, streak some wins together, um, it starts with this one first. got to win this one first. If we're able to do that, now these guys have had that opportunity, have learned and been in the, been in the fire a little bit. And I remember my rookie year, um, you know, I was able to be in the fire um, and learn things and go through things and tough things. And all of us, and so we got a lot of young guys playing. Um, what a what a great opportunity um, for them, um, and uh, we don't fear it. We don't fear any obstacle, any any moments, and uh, we got to be better, and uh, we will be better. And uh, you know, and, and our, our habits of how we practice, it's, it's, it's got to change that way. It's got to turn that way. And like I said, you know, we need two more touchdowns a game. You know, and uh, you know, I, I know how to do that. We'll find that. We'll figure that out. And as we wrap up the top news of the day, let's take a look at today's injury report. A lot of guys are currently day-to-day. Coach Hackett said that wide receiver Kendall Hinton, outside linebacker Baron Browning, guard and center Graham Glasgow, wide receiver Jerry Judy, tight end and fullback Andrew Beck, and defensive lineman Nyoma Uwazarike are all day-to-day. Cornerback K1 Williams and wide receiver KJ Hamler will be out for a few weeks. And Tom Compton, Cam Fleming, Justin Simmons, Jonas Griffith, Mike Purcell, and Kareem Jackson were all limited at practice today. Now let's dive a little bit deeper into today's news. So I have a fellow team reporter, Phil Milani, joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio. Phil, thanks for joining me. How's it going today? Sid, thanks for having me. It's always great. It's always a great day when I'm here with you. I agree. Uh, Wednesdays are the best. Yes, but I wish that we were talking about a Broncos win or something, but... I know. Yep. Well, there's still a lot to talk about today, Phil. Yeah. You know, first things first, what I want to talk about is, you know, Coach Hackett, he was asked today what he tells the team at this point in the season, you know, what his message to the team is. And, you know, we've heard it for the past few weeks here. He says a lot of it is accountability. He says, you know, in the team room, they put up the film, they sit down all together, break it down, you talk about what went wrong. He said it's it's really open dialogue there. And even Russ was asked about it today. And, you know, Russ kind of, said the same thing Hackett's been saying it's it's on him yeah I think it's interesting I I think that anytime you have a team dynamic where the defense is playing the way the Broncos has you know the number one scoring defense in the NFL and then you have like the polar opposite with how the offense has been playing which is uh, the worst scoring offense in the NFL I think sometimes it can lead to a a negative atmosphere when like say somebody like Russ is trying to address the team and then the defense is like well the offense hasn't been playing very good so maybe the message doesn't carry as much weight and so we're playing great exactly yeah Um, so I think that that could happen but it doesn't sound like this Broncos team is really there it sounds like Mm -hmm. when Hackett wants to address a team it's about hey how can we it's like constructive you know like he puts on the tape and it's like actual things where it, the the criticism or the discussion it can h- help lead to some positive change 
And, you know, the message from the defense this whole time has been, uh, we've been playing good, but we could do things better. And um, I think you even saw that against the Titans, you know, like the touchdown right before halftime, the flea flicker, uh, maybe a couple of dropped interceptions here or there. There are areas where this defense can get better, but obviously that side of the ball is not where the Broncos have been struggling, not the reason why they're three and six. But yeah, it's interesting. I think that both uh, Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson, they've taken a lot of accountability. They're saying, look, these things are on us. Mm -hmm. The struggling from the offense, we own up to that. We know we got to be better and let's move forward and, and do this in a constructive manner. Phil, there's been so much talk about how this offense can improve, you know, just week in and week out. Do you think with all the injuries this team has on offense, maybe they just try and simplify some things, try and get going in the passing game, get they're some gonna rhythm? Ha- yeah, they're yeah. going to have to do something where Russ isn't getting hit the way that he was against yeah, Tennessee. That was bad. I think 18 hits, mm-hmm. you know, six a sacks. six sacks. He must have been feeling sore Monday and Tuesday. Sure. I mean, you couldn't tell when uh, we saw him at practice today, but he must have been sore. Uh, and so they're going to have to do stuff on the offensive side of the ball where um, the, they can help these young guys, the second teamers, the third teamers, help them have some success. Otherwise, they're just going to get he's going to get hit the way he did, especially with, on the offensive line, you know. So they're going to have to change the tempo, you know, uh, go up tempo a little bit, no huddle maybe, just uh, uh, some of the ploys and some of the tactics that an offense can do to keep a pass rush at bay a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they tried to throw a couple of screen passes against Tennessee. It didn't quite work, but stuff like that, quick plays, that kind of thing, that's the way that you can help your offensive line. And, but maybe more than anything, run the football. I mean, get Melvin Gordon involved, get Latavius Murray involved, get Chase Edmonds more involved, establish a strong running game where the pass rushers, they can't just go after Russ. They have to be like, oh, I need to set the edge here in case the run comes around this way. Make them think a little bit, not just get off the ball and go after Russ. Yeah, we heard from Melvin Gordon in the locker room today, and he said, you know, this isn't his first rodeo with the amount of injuries this offense has suffered specifically on the offensive line. Phil, why do you think maybe this run game hasn't been able to be consistent or efficient really this year? I mean, injuries are probably a big part of it. I mean, you hate to just say injuries, but like I think that the Broncos were really counting on Javante Williams to be that guy, the second year breakout star. So when he goes down, then you're a little bit shaken, you know, from running the football. And then the guys on the offensive line, I mean, uh, Grant, uh, Garrett Bowles goes down. Lloyd Cushenberry goes down. Uh, uh, Graham Glasgow has to move to center and then he gets hurt. Luke Wattenberg comes in. I mean, uh, Billy Turner gets hurt. Cam Fleming gets hurt. I mean, uh, the injuries have just been uh, to the point where it's hard to have sustained success doing something just because these guys haven't played together. Uh, it seems like all season long that line has been shuffling. I think it was either the eighth or ninth different combination of starters last week. It's going to be a new one this week with Billy Turner heading to IR. So just not having that chemistry on that offensive line, it's really hard to play together. 
as a unit when you haven't played to, with the guy next to you. We've sure. seen it happen where like a defense will run like a little stunt and it's should be something that's easily communicated, but it doesn't happen. And Russ ends up taking a big hit. And then I'm imagining that's the same thing on the, uh, with the running game, just not enough consistency on the offensive line and losing Devonte as hurt. Well, Phil, looking at this defense, you know, you talked about the level they're playing at right now a little bit earlier, you know, Justin said earlier in the show that this is the best defense he's ever been a part of. And I thought, you know, Justin really opened up today and said, you know how Justin is, you know, he's always super optimistic. He's like, this is a must win game. And he was just like, I'm so sick of saying that (laughs) it is a must win game, but like he doesn't have another way to say that every single week. Yeah. It does feel like, especially with this Broncos team, like they've lost all these games in such a similar fashion that it is like the same thing over and over and over and over. And And it just kind of leads you to the point of like, well, when is this going to change? You know, and that is frustrating. I think it's frustrating for them having to say the same thing over and over. And it's certainly frustrating for us in the media hearing the same thing over and over. And it must be really frustrating for fans where they're just like, I don't want to hear that anymore. So I all around frustrating. And I guess that's what happens when you're three and six, Mm -hmm. Uh, Justin, it was pointed out in his media session that like really he has not ever had like a really winning season that he's been on Uh, at Boston college. it, It didn't happen. And, and with the Broncos, it hasn't happened. And you just feel for him, you know, like yeah. joining the team right after the Super Bowl and then just not being able to even really have a sniff of the playoffs. That's got to be hard for such a good player. You know, like yeah. he is such a talented player, but the team just hasn't had the success. And I think that's part of what makes this season so frustrating is that you thought it was going to change yeah. and the, that getting Russ, everything was going to be different. Well, you look at the roster and there are a lot of talented players on this team. Particularly on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Uh, that defense has some really talented players. Um, the defensive line is really talented. Mm-hmm. Draymond Jones has emerged into Had this uh, premier player. Pat Sertan obviously is probably... I think he's the best cornerback in yeah. football. Um, they've had uh, that chemistry. You know, we talk about it on the offensive line, but in the secondary, him and Kareem Jackson, they must just be able to play with each other where the nonverbal communication right. is just the on point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, that hurts like losing a guy like K1 Williams, where I'm sure he came in and, and sort of bought into that. And so, yeah, there's a lot of talent. There's been a lot of injuries and it's just been a, it's been a frustrating year, I think. So see what happens. I mean, you got a winnable game against the Raiders, you got a winnable game against the Panthers. Then you, if they won both of those, they'd be five and six. Mm -hmm. And then you could start to think about a big game in in Baltimore actually meaning something. But at this point you're like, gosh, that just seems like far stretch. So like, yeah, just be like, Let's just see if they could get a win here yeah. at home. You know, Take it day like, by day, week by week. Exactly, exactly. So I think that's where this team is. Like, yeah, you can look at it that way and say get two wins and you're sort of back in the fold, but mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to just even imagine two wins in a row at this point. So let's just try to get one. I think that's <laughs> that's got to be the thinking. I agree. Well, Phil, one more about this defense here. You know, they're coming off a game in which they did such a great job at 
uh, containing Titans running back Derrick Henry. He rushed for only 53 yards. So does that give this team a little bit of hope going into this weekend? I know Josh Jacobs, he always plays really well against yeah. the Broncos, but you know, maybe they figured some things out last weekend that they can yes this weekend yes i think that that should give them a little bit of confidence you know stopping the run was like the one thing that the defense had been dinged on right and so for them to make that adjustment and be like look we can do that too Mm -hmm. i think that's got to give you confidence um i think you got to approach it a very similar way the only difference being is the raiders still have Devontae adams and so right. the Titans didn't really have that guy where you were mm-hmm. like, okay, we're really nervous about this guy. Mm-hmm. And Derek Carr, for whatever reason, happens to always play really well <laughs> against the Broncos. Um, so I think that you have to consider like, okay, we can't just sell out to stop the run kind of like they did against the Titans. Um, but they did some nice things schematically. Like uh, uh, to start the game, they had three linebackers out there. Yeah. Um, you know, Alex Singleton was out there, Josie mm-hmm. Jewell, Jonas Griffith. They did a nice job uh, filling their gaps. Uh, the guys up front did a really nice job setting the edge. And so there really just wasn't anywhere for Derrick Henry to go. Right. You got to approach it a similar way, just knowing, look, this is going to be a physical game. Josh Jacobs is a physical runner. Approach it the same way. And I think the Broncos will have some success. Yep, I think so too. Last one here for you, Phil. I know kind of touched on this a little bit, but this game on Sunday, how important is a win just for really the morale of this team? I mean, it's, <laughs> I think of that it's crucial. Yeah. I, mean, uh, I think that especially playing at home in front of the home fans, yeah. it's been a while since they've been at home. It's been a while, yeah. And I would say typically it's a really good thing to have your fan support. But at the same time, there's a part of you that's a little nervous that if things start playing out the way all Broncos games this year have played out where it's like really close in the fourth quarter and it's a low scoring game. And I think there might be just a little bit of pressure with playing in front of the home crowd there where you don't really have that when you're on the road, you don't have that when you're in London. Um, You know, the, the fans have been, hard on this team i think that's what fans are allowed to do though i mean they've gotten uh, an expectation for the standard of play Mm -hmm. in town and when you don't play that that way they're gonna let you know about it that's what you want your fans to be like you know so i think that there's a little bit of uh pressure that comes with that where you don't want to hear those boo words you know you don't want to be going into a locker room at halftime if you're trailing and you hear the booing, you just, as a fan, as a player, you just don't want to hear that. So I think that if they could come out and play really well, maybe they get a couple of early touchdowns and they're cheering them, that could be a big motivating factor there. So um, hopefully that's what happens for this Broncos team, just because there's a lot of season left, you know, eight games left. It's way too early to just be like, this season shot. Yeah, we're (laughs) done. Um, And so a win this week can sort of uh, build that sort of string of thinking, like I mentioned, win this one, win the next one, and we'll be back in the mix here. At least we'll be in a position where that game matters in Baltimore. Um, I think that's that's what they're playing for at this point is just to have some games that might matter. And so a win, you have to have it this week. Plus, it's the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, I think that I think they've won five yes. in a row in this one. Right. You cannot have that against the Raiders. Oh. That's like 
that's your big rival, you know, right. where the Chiefs are a rival, the Raiders are a rival. These are teams that you just hate to play them. Justin Simmons says he doesn't like them. Mm -hmm. uh, growing up here in Denver, I don't like the Raiders, <laughs> you know. So, like, you just – the fans don't like the Raiders. You cannot – you just can't let them come in here and win two years in a row. Yep, I agree, so. Phil. Well, hopefully they'll have the win, and we'll be talking about a win next yes. week. And yes. yes, and that's the only way that Wednesdays can get better. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil, appreciate your time today and your insight always. Thank you, Sid. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in today and every day. I hope you'll meet me right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode. I'll see you all then.